Darren Daily On Demand community, producer Mariana here. Today's episode is a follow-up to yesterday's episode on the eight keys to supercharge your business. Darren shared some game-changing tips about unlocking the power of generative AI. In this bonus piece from the original broadcast, Darren gets into the nitty-gritty of ChatGPT. He gives you 10 prompts to get the best out of ChatGPT, one of the most popular generative AI tools. Darren asked me to share this on the podcast as a bonus to help you with your efforts to take what you learned in yesterday's episode and implement it into your business. All right, let's get to the episode. Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. I will share the best tips that I've learned so far to prompt the best out of ChatGPT, whether it be three, 3.5 or four. I have spent hundreds of hours trying to figure all this out. And I'll save you all that brain damage and time and just give you the distillation of the best that I have figured out. I've learned that there is an art to it, okay? It's really like anything. You can hand a guitar to me or you can hand it to Jimi Hendrix. You're gonna get a very different result using the same tool. Or you can give me a chisel and a block of marble or you could hand those to Michelangelo and you're gonna get a very different outcome. The beautiful thing here is it won't take 20 years and 20,000 hours to become the Jimi Hendrix or the Michelangelo of ChatGPT. I'm telling you, with what you just get in these next 10 prompts, your friends, family, and competitors will think that you have a Harry Potter wand with the magical creations that you can create when you learn how to prompt ChatGPT properly. Now, I have spent a lot of time talking to people, taking courses, combing through articles, watching YouTube videos, getting one-on-one coaching to develop the digest that I'm just going to give you here. Okay, I think you're going to like this. It'll save you from having to do and go through all that malarkey yourself. Okay, now, as I mentioned at the start, because it is just web text uh, data set, that is drawn from the internet, if you're trying to create unique content, it will give you really bland, basic, and blasé copy and content. It is the average of its data set, essentially, and it is the patterns of that data set, even, not direct quotations. So, of course, it's going to produce ordinary and blasé answers, okay? Hopefully, that makes sense to you. So, what you want to do, the first prompt is this. Number one, source material. You want to feed it the source material that you want it to work with. So it's not drawing just from the massive data set of the internet. Either either feed it something that you want it to look alike or feed it something that you want it to repurpose from. Okay, You can feed it an entire article, a full script or a full transcript. Now here is a prompt example. Okay, I'm going to just read these out to you. Try to Jot down what you can. The prompt would sound like this. Write a 500-word motivational essay about XYZ topic. Use the following essay as inspiration for the voice, tone, and structure. Match the sentence length and structure as closely as possible. And then paste in your article. Now, here's a huge tip that I learned. Because 
you are limited by the amount that you can feed into ChatGPT and the amount that you can get out of it. So what you do is this, you tell it, I will share a whole video script on XYZ subject with you. I want you to read it and memorize everything so I can ask you questions later. Only answer yes once you have accomplished your task. This is the first part of the transcript and then paste that section. And then keep doing that until the entire script is inserted. Then ask it to produce what you want it to produce. Another big tip is, if you ask it to produce something that is too long, it will just stop at a certain point. It'll just cut you off mid-sentence and not finishing the work, but you can get it to continue. Here's the trick. The prompt is continue from, and then put quotation marks around the last five words that it gave you, and it will continue in its original line of thought, okay? So that's number one, feeding it the right source material. Here's number two. And these next two are super important, okay? Number two is audience or avatar, okay? You can tell ChatGPT that you're creating an audience avatar. The prompt is something like this. We will create an audience avatar that will later be referred to as XYZ avatar and put the XYZ avatar in between two curly brackets. Now, the curly brackets are above your enter key on your keyboard, okay? Two curly brackets. The demographics of this avatar are, paste those in, their main fears are, paste those in, their main desires are, paste those in, their main objections are, paste those in. Digest and memorize all that. Let me know you have by responding yes. Now, if you don't know all the as aspects of building a client avatar, you will after BMC, okay? Uh, and I'll just give you the exact framework to feed ChatGPT so that you then, once you have an, an audience avatar, you can then just refer to it for every creative project that you do from that point forward. Okay, so that's number two, creating the avatar that you want your creative work to speak to. Now, number three is voice. Now you want to speak from a particular personality and voice and tone of the one who is speaking the communication, okay? You wanna build a voice prompt. So this is so that you can get it to use your voice, tone, cadence, pace, formatting, and personality as much as possible, okay? And then to be able to use it over and over again. So what you do is you tell ChatGPT, we will create a voice prompt that will later be referred to as XYZ voice in those curly, brackets, but now you end up having almost a code. Analyze the following text and describe the writing style, tone, and personality. Memorize this description as our XYZ voice for future work. And it will. I had to do it for me. I put in a bit of my source material. Actually, it was the last mastermind that I did with you, the first thousand words of that. And then it described my tone, style, and personality. And it was to a T. So now I can get it to kind of try to write in my voice. Still, it's skewed because it's pulling from the general internet data set, but it does a hell of a better job than if it were just putting out normal blase machine spoken stuff. So now with what I've just taught you, we have source material for the 
uh, LLMs to use. We have a specific audience that it will be speaking to, and we have the voice from which to speak to that audience. This alone, just those three things, will radically improve your output results. Now your prompt, using all that, would sound like something like this, okay? Use the following research report. Imagine you had a research report. Use the following research report and write a five minute, 150 words per minute video script about XYZ topic. So you gotta pick the topic that you're writing about in XYZ voice, which is the curly brackets prompt we already uh, developed, to XYZ avatar, which is also the prompt we already created, and then paste in the research report. And it will give you a transcript for a video for five minutes. So that's just one, two, and three prompt tips. Now let's go a little bit more advanced. Number four is you can build an entire content style guide if you so choose, so that for every work thereafter, you just refer to the content style guide. You can define it the, you know, for, for creating all your work from that point. So that goes beyond just the voice prompt. It actually is a structure of how you want the outputs to be. So you can build a complete content style guide that becomes your regular prompt that you put between two curly brackets, or you can define it differently for each creation. But it's really important that you define a style guide for each creation. So that might sound something like this, okay? Write a 1200 word blog post on XYZ topic. Use these strategies as your content style guide. Use strong persuasive language. Ask questions to transition between paragraphs. Back up main points with evidence and examples. Speak in a casual tone. Write in first person. Write for the eighth grade reading level. Write for curly brackets XYZ avatar. Use NLP techniques to keep the reader engaged. Okay, that would be your prompt. During BMC, I will show you how to adjust this content style guide based on what type of communication you're trying to create. The style guide for ad copy, say, obviously differs from a customer service email copy. And it's different when talking to a cold prospect versus a longtime client. And I'll give you a content style guide for each one of those uniquely. And then all you have to do is fill in the blanks for your product and service and for your audience avatar. Okay, number five is a cool trick, especially if you feel like you don't have a distinctive or experienced enough voice and style to reference in order to train ChatGPT to talk in that manner. You can cut right to it by channeling somebody else through ChatGPT. So number five is what's called simulation. This is telling ChatGPT to act like or to tell it you are or write in the style of, okay? So as part of your prompt, you might say, act like a New Yorker magazine article writer or whatever writing style that you like, okay? Or you are a 30 year veteran in the field of XYZ or write in the style of David Ogilvie. That's one that I've used and I'd just like to see how David would write something. He's a famous advertising marketing person or, Claude Hopkins or Dan Whedon, who wrote the Just Do It tagline for Nike, and several, several other master copywriters I have used just to see what kind of magic they would bring to the same copy. Now, 
obviously know that it is uh, just still pattern recognition. So it's not the creative genius those would bring to uh, a hook, but it prompts different results for you to pull from. Now, what I will teach you uh, next is worth the price of admission today all by itself. And number six is what's called shaping. Rarely is the first result of you asking a question to chat GPT going to be any good, okay? And if you use that first response, bad on you. Instead of just saying, oh, forget it, I'll just write it myself or just accept pulling a line here or there. What you want to do is keep pushing back on ChatGPT. Don't worry, you're not going to hurt its feelings, okay? You might prompt it with things like try again by adding more of how people can use these learnings for their own good or use simple and direct English. Confront people with their presumed ideas. Be emotional and dramatic. Your goal is to go viral. Shocking people works and you'll get a different result. It's amazing. Or you could say something like, now make this longer, 1200 words total. Add two powerful quotes from the research report that you are using as source material and what learning the avatar is getting from it. Might be another problem. Or you could say, improve the copy to be more persuasive, using more powerful and convincing language to leave the reader no choice but to take action. I've used that prompt. Or another one, improve the copy to be more descriptive, with more evocative, descriptive language that paints a vivid and unforgettable picture in the reader's mind. It's another one that I I have a whole list of these prompts that I use to continue shaping and shaping for the results that I'm looking for. And uh, you'll get that also uh, as part of the back-end worksheets for the Business Masterclass, okay? Now, I use seven and eight prompts to try to get ChatGPT out of machine speak. Number seven is what I call challenge. Here's the prompt. For XYZ topic, Give examples that contradict the dominant narrative. Generate an outline for thought-provoking content that challenges assumptions. Then based on the result, I can start shaping from there. Number eight, I call unconventional. Here's the prompt, okay? What are counterintuitive opinions on XYZ topic? What would I not think of on this topic? What's something most people believe about this topic that's untrue? Another way I will try to break its machine malaise is using prompts like this. Write a poem about XYZ pop, the topic. Write it as a poem in the style of Maya Angelou or Jules Verne. Write it in the form of a Monty Python sketch. Write it as a Bob Dylan or a Bob Marley or a Prince song. Now, of course, you're not going to use the output that it gives you, but it can help you get some unique ideas, unique hooks, language, angles, and descriptive words when you prompt it like that. Okay, number nine is pulling all this together, okay? Now that you have brainstormed with ChatGPT, you had it spit out all sorts of angles on the subject that you're working on, now you wanna pull it all together to see if you can create some semblance of a better completed work. So here's a powerful but simple framework to pull all this together and follow, okay? You tell it, the topic is XYZ. You are XYZ voice talking to 
XYZ avatar. You're writing, and then whatever it is, is it a blog script, video script, email, etc. And then give it context and constraints. A word count, use quotes, use the challenge or unconventional prompts, etc. And then lastly, the goal is, and fill that in, a call to action, uh, an emotional response, uh, education and enlightenment, whatever that might be. Okay, so that's the framework to kind of take everything that you have worked on. Just understand that all the stuff that you did before, it has to now draw on. As long as you're in the same chat stream, all the work you've done previous, it can now draw from to answer this uh, pulled together prompt. And if you don't want it to, start a new chat, okay? And then take the bits and pieces you like and start again and you get a clean slate. All right, number 10 is the one I am super excited about, okay? Baking in all the persuasion, decision-making biases, communication techniques into the content and copy that you create. For instance, a prompt might sound like this. Write a promotional email using social identity theory to appeal to the significance identity of XYZ avatar. Highlight the benefits and outcomes they will experience using our XYZ product and how it aligns with their social identity and values. Include examples of others in their social group using the product successfully to create a sense of belonging and positivity. Oh man, what you will get, I'm telling you, it's gonna, most people just don't have the skills to write that kind of copy otherwise. Here's another example. Using the attribution bias framework, write a customer email to somebody trying to return our XYZ product, attributing the successes or failures of our product to internal factors. Emphasize the internal qualities of our product and how it can help XYZ avatar achieve their goals. Gonna get some good stuff there. And there are so many of these that can be used. Besides all the biased ones that I already talked you through before, there is the self-handicapping framework, the social comparison framework, the social learning framework, the self-fulfilling prophecy framework, the self-efficacy uh, theory, the sunk cost fallacy, the scarcity principle, the lost aversion framework, the attachment theory, et cetera, et cetera. I have a complete list for you. Now I feel like I could finally share them with you because I'll give you the prompts about how to use them correctly. But you need to know enough about them to frame your prompt properly by giving it the missing information context it needs in order to pull off the application of that particular theory or bias. Hey, producer Mariana here again. I wanted to hop on here quickly and remind you about Darren's special offer to join him at his May Business Masterclass, where he will share more in depth on how generative AI like ChatGPT can be implemented in your business to supercharge and transform it. To access that offer, go to maybmc.com. You can also click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see you there.